What does Spoked Z think of the Minnesota Wilds' chances to win the Central Division this season, as well as Kirill Kaprizov's extension? We find out on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked On Wild, and on today's episode, we are going to chat with our friend Spoked Z about the Minnesota Wild, Kirill Kaprizov's extension, chances for some of the younger players for the Minnesota Wild to make the roster, and of course, the secret weapon that the team has waiting in their minor league system of course, Murat Hustendinov. So we have plenty to discuss here today. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. And uh, as mentioned, I am your host, Seth Topal, veteran content producer in the Minnesota sports landscape, including exclusively covering your favorite hockey team here in the state of hockey, the Minnesota Wild, over the last couple of years. Happy Thursday to you. Joined by friend of the show, Spoke Z, as we uh, will talk some wild here uh, for today's show. Spoked, what's up? Yeah, same as always, just living the dream. How are you? I am uh, I'm doing pretty good myself. Um, just, you know, just grinding through the last little bit of September here as we uh, get close to the... Uh, we're getting closer and closer to the start of the regular season. So uh, exciting that that is in front of us. Just have a few more preseason games to get to, but that'll be wrapped up by the end of next week. And so... It's uh, it's pedal to the metal time for the entire NHL, and uh, honestly, what's not to love about that? It's crazy. I feel like we literally were just like I just stopped crying about the Vegas series, <laughs> and now we're ready to like start up again. And like so much has happened, but it feels like it was like two weeks ago that we were done. So this has been nice. The shortened off season is kind of nice. Yeah, this has been the ultimate like two like double edged sword where you know it feels like the off season has has gone on quite a bit, but at the same time, like. You know, a couple months and uh, and we're right back into it. So very excited for that. Uh, why don't we start by talking about, of course, the big news. The national nightmare is over. Kirill Kaprizov signed his extension, five years, nine million per. Do you like the extension for the Wild and for Kaprizov? Do you think either the team or Kaprizov himself made out better in this deal? What do you think about the biggest extension that uh, the Wild gave out this offseason? Yeah, they really swept that one under the rug. I didn't even know until like two days later. They didn't make a – it wasn't like a big thing. It wasn't drawn out or anything. So, no. You know, just a run-of-the-mill contract extension for an RFA. So that was – you know, that was cool. No, that was a, a, a real like national nightmare for however long. Uh, I could care less what they pay him. I could care less how long. I just needed him to sign and thank Christ that he did because it was starting to get ugly yeah. with like people kind of carving him and the agent and Garen. And it seemed like you had to have like one opinion or like it, you couldn't be like, well, I get why they're not signing it yet. But at the same time, like, come on, 
it was like this mother like and bill garrett just saw you cheap athlete. oh my god so thank god it finally happened again i don't care how long it was he's here he's signed for more than three years um it's gonna be interesting by the end i think the only three other guys signed that long are erickson eck brodeen and spurgeon um so what happens this year if like fiala goes off puts up like 85 points and Kaprizov puts up 70 is like it's fiala I'm like well why am i not gonna get nine million then so like that's the only thing that's like interesting about that but again like i don't care that's that's the tomorrow problem so He's back. It finally is over. We can stop like pretending that we have to be bad at Kirill Kaprizov. Um, and it's absolute rock star type stuff that he played like less than 60 games and he now is making $9 million. Yeah, that is, um, as, as, nego- as negotiations go, that's, that's a job well done. Like, Oh my God. You yeah. can talk about the tactics that his agent used, Paul Theophanos, but at the end of the day, he got what he wanted. Like, it's just, it's a lot of money. And now he has that. And uh, at the age of 29, he's going to be able to go into free agency and get 100 to go along with the 45 that he got uh, with this deal. So, honestly. And, like, by it, then, that salary cap should oh yeah. be up a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, so, I mean, they'll have more room then. And, like, I think by by that time too, the Suter and uh, Parise buyouts are like down to like less than a million each, anyways. So yep. like whatever. Um, if it was like I'm trying to think when, let's see what year. What years is it? If it was literally the year before, then they would have been in. No, two years before that, they would have been in trouble because that's they still had fifteen million tied up on those buyouts. But so they should have a lot more room by then. Combination of that plus the salary cap, hopefully going up. Um, but I mean, whatever, dude. I don't even care. I love that he's making yeah. so much money, and he's here for more than two years. That's uh, that's gonna buy a lot of uh, Mick Goldens. So, gotta be mm. Uh, mm. gotta be happy. So you can buy Mick Golden. Exactly. <laughs> All right. He can buy a he can buy a controlling stake in the Mick Golden company. If oh, that God, is even yeah. a thing. This kid rocks. Yeah. He's, he's just the best. So I caught myself getting annoyed and I was like, nope, no, don't I, do this. I had After one, one season. I had one day at one day where there was a comment made by, I think it was by Bill Guerin that just hit me the wrong way. And so yeah. I got big mad at my desk at work. And so I fired off like five tweets in a row and then look like an hour later, I was like, yeah, I was just mad. Should have left that one in the drafts. Bro. Yeah, I should have just written those out on paper and then thrown it away. But by the, by the way, it's probably good that the GM handling this was Bill Guerin because that's a dude that totally gets it, and he's mm. the last one to over like react. But like, imagine Caprizov trying to pull that with like Lamorello. Like, <laughs> like I can't even imagine how that would go. But like, Bill Guerin honestly is just like he's the. It's it's insane. Like he's just always calm, cool, collected. Like he's just like I don't know. He just seemed like the right guy to have to like handle this type of negotiation mm-hmm. in Minnesota with this player. Like of all teams and players, like I'm glad it was Bill Guerin the one running the show. And I think I think the best part was the press conference where they announced the extension. How just super low key both of them were, and Kaprizov is like, "Yeah, I'm not going to the KHL." And Guerin looks at him and is like. 
Well, don't use, yeah, don't play that card. It might come in handy later. It's just, it was handled. Yeah. Garen's the best. Yeah, he's been through it. Bill Garen's been through it twice Mm -hmm. where he's held, where he's holding out. So, like, he's not going to, like, now hold a grudge. I don't feel like he's the guy that's going to hold it over his head in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it just seems like, all right, it's done. It's all gravy. So, like, let's cook. How about the other thing, the one other thing that I want to mention, and then we'll move on. Um, how about Kaprizov sneaking into the United States under everybody's nose and just being like, oh, yeah, I'm vaccinated and I fully quarantined, so I'm ready to rock. I'm, it's He needed to do that. Like, if he'd signed and then had to come over and he started missing time, like, yeah. then people still would have been, like, at his throat about it. But, like, that was very like thank god and i did no none of us knew so i guess that's where like basically running russia kind of you know comes in handy you can see right? the united states of america with like only two people knowing like bill garen didn't even know he was here yeah and like basically his teammates no the one knew. entire contingent of uh, of wild media was just like oh he's here and it's like i swam here yeah. <laughs> probably just swam over like i didn't his workouts i didn't do much didn't do much in terms of working out in the off season but i swam from russia so i think i'm good to go i swam from russia to florida yeah like it, it was it wasn't too swam bad through the bermuda triangle well yeah. in that in that case he's scoring 100 goals this year like that effect is yeah. real yeah he might put up 400 i don't know please well i'll tell you what Let's uh, let's talk about the wild roster in general. Uh, some guys that we think could uh, surprise, and also Victor Rask. We'll uh, we'll talk about that and more. Spoke Z joining the show today here on Locked On Wilds. BetOnline.ag is back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. And as always, BetOnline.ag is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface. Even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head over to BetOnline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That is double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. That's betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. 
Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. We are joined by Spoked Z today with some wild discussion. Spoked looking at the roster for the Wild this year. Obviously, two young names on everybody's minds that could potentially make this opening day roster. I wanted to start, though, with a big change that is starting to uh, kind of become more of a reoccurring thing, especially in practice. It looks as though the Wilds may be tweaking their top line and moving Jewel Eriksson-Eck to that top center spot to play alongside Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello. Uh, I wanted to get your reaction to that move if you think it's a good idea. I personally think it could definitely benefit Eriksson-Eck and Kaprizov and probably Zuccarello, too, because God bless him, but Victor Rask was kind of the odd man out on that line <laughs> last season. So uh, it looks like the Wild are trying to uh, to adjust that a little bit. Do you like the potential of Jewel Eriksson-Eck to be uh, slotted in as that top-line center? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank God. Like... Now we can have 82 games of Caprizov and Zuccarello with not Victor Ask. And, like, again, like, I hate, I hate, like, dumping on Victor Ask. Like, the dude tries, like, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah, there were times where it was just, like, how many more points could this kid have if he was playing not just in a full season, but, like, an actual top six center. Like, in, like, in, the timing is kind of perfect because Erickson Eck is coming off like a 20 goal season and his best season offensively and probably defensively, honestly, but um, like, thank God. Like it's yeah. just, and now poor Kevin Fiala is stuck probably with him <laughs> on the left wing though. So he has Goudreau, it looks like. So that'll be interesting to see if that's how it shapes out. Like, but now Kevin Fiala gets to have him on a, because I remember, because remember, it was um, was it? Did they have Hartman go up and play, or did they have Erickson Eck for a few games, and then Victor Ask was right with uh, Fiala, and it was like, oh my god, now it's Fiala that has to like bear this wrath. Like, yeah, <laughs> so it was like they tried a couple of different things, but I think the main one they went with was Hartman, especially for the playoffs. I think they went Hartman on top with Kaprizov and Zuccarello, and to his credit. Ryan Hartman, the ultimate pro's pro. Like, he is one of those guys that you just love to have on your team because he does everything. And so he hopped up on that top line center spot, and he actually played really well in that series. But then, like you said, it was like, okay, now what happens to Victor Rask? And Kevin Fiala is like, oh, great, I think I know. And sure enough, he's down on Fiala's line, and I, I don't know. Honestly, I would like to see I'd like to see the Wild just go for it. Like Bill Guerin to just do it. Bring Boldy and Rossi both up and give them Kevin Fiala. Have that be a line. Yeah, I mean that would be I would be okay with that for sure. <laughs> uh no, but like people forget I think maybe maybe at this point saying people forget is just like saying it for the thousandth time so no one actually forgets, but Ryan Hartman was like a first round pick. And when he was in Chicago, he had a 19-goal season. And then all of a sudden, they send him to Nashville, and then he gets traded again, and then he gets traded 17 times while he's away with no service and no phone in, like, the woods. <laughs> and he ends up in Minnesota eventually. Yeah. But, like, 
he the, he's not like some fourth line plug. He's a guy. He's like he's a versatile player. He can play center. He can play the wing. He works hard. He hits. He plays both ends of the ice. Um, and he signs that really fair contract. So if it's like if it ends up being your one two centers are Erickson Eck and Hartman, yeah, there's a lot better one two combos around the league. But like having that and not overpaying for any of that, like that works too. Like I'm, yeah. that's totally fine. Um, and I'm, I am curious to see what happens with Boldy and Rossi. I just don't know if you can have four and a half million dollars in Victor Ask or four million in Victor Ask, like in the press box every night. Like that just seems like a waste of cap space. But at the same time, like we've seen, like it's going to be hard when, if Rossi and Boldy both end up in the AHL, I don't think it would be bad for either one of them. Like, yeah. why throw? I mean, Rossi's a kid that can probably handle like all the pressure in the world, just the type of kid he is and the type of player he is and how he plays. Like, probably, but like, why like throw into the Wolves this year? Like, why do that? It's like a full year in the AHL. Same thing with Boldy, like full year in an actual AHL conference on a really good AHL team with a lot of guys that could make NHL teams around the league. Like, that's not a bad thing either. Um, so I'm curious how that works out. Like if the only spot in the lineup really open, just with how many contracts they already have is like your fourth line left wing. I think you're probably more likely to see like Duhame or Dewar there. Yeah. Um, cause like why, why put Matt Boldy on the ice and on a fourth line and play 11 minutes a night? Like that doesn't really help him at all. When he could go down to Iowa and put in 15, 16, 17, 18 minutes, 20 minutes, um, top power play, um and get those good minutes elsewhere I yeah think that's that that's not going to hurt them at all um and nothing says they can't like get called up i don't really know how the waiver situation works with them i have to look at contracts again but nothing says they can't come up and play but why have them in the press box or why have them on the fourth line yeah either one of them and that you know that speaks to some of the comments that bill garen has made in which if they're with the team they're going to be playing and so right you look even to next year, Victor Rask has this season left at $4 million, yep. and then he's gone. Um, Nick Bugstad currently signed to a one-year deal. Maybe back, but if he is back, it's going to be on another vet minimum uh, or close to that. So you go into next year, and you could be looking at a scenario where you have Kaprizov, Eriksson X, Zuccarello as that top line. And then if you bring up Boldy and Rossi both next year, then you go... Fiala, Boldy, Rossi. Your third line then could become um, Felino, Hartman, Greenway if they retain him because he's up after this season. And then your fourth line consists of Nico Sturm and probably Freddie Goudreau and somebody else. I think next year that that gets to be pretty darn good for this team. I wonder what happens with Jordan Greenway. Uh, I mean... Everson's already pissed at him. <laughs> like it's been one yeah, he has. game and he's pissed. Yeah. Like he's legit like he's carving him. And it's like, oh no. Cause like I mean he's Jordan Greenway had been frustrating for so long. And then last year he gets off to that hot start and he's like he's a different player, but then the inconsistencies come back, especially after their like COVID delay. Yeah. And and like the frustrations there. But I mean it's like Man, you you want him to give like that, and I I, I honestly feel uncle, 
uncomfortable when people are like, he's not trying. I'm like, well, I think he's trying. Yeah. Like, like I think I don't, like, I have a hard time like saying any professional athlete isn't trying out there. Right. Nice. But it's just, there's some nights where you're like, dude, come on, just a little more. Like, what do you like? What do you, what did you do last night? Like, this is crazy. Like it's just, it drives you nuts. Cause he's one of those kids that does have like that, like, you know, everyone said that he has all the tools. He's a big boy. He's tough. He hits. He like, he plays hard, but then there's some nights where you're like, man, he, it feels like he's just skating around. So I'll, right. I wonder if they're going to, he's 24, he's up, he's making 2-1. I wonder what is his actual base, if his base salary, do they want to give him more than, because his qualifier is 2-6. I mean, they don't have to give him 2-6, but why would he take a pay cut? Right. Like, yeah. Do you want to give him $3.5 Do you want to do that on a multi-year deal? Or do you think he's like, a good trade ship potentially. I, I think deal to go get that center. You know what I mean? Like beyond yeah. this year. Yeah. Like I love Jordan Greenway, but I wonder what Bill Guerin feels about signing into a long-term deal. Like what does Jordan Greenway on a four-year deal look like? I have no idea. Yeah. I, like, I th- they, if, if they're feeling uncomfortable about giving Kevin Fiala a multi-year deal, cause they don't know how he'll perform or how hard he'll play. Like if he's making 6 million on a five-year deal, if he's going to get like too comfortable, like, you're going to like, how do you feel about Jordan Green making double what he's making now on a multi-year deal? And again, I, I am not trying to like carve Greenway. It's just the reality of how they look at him now already. Yeah. And like, we, we've seen it, you know what I mean? So I, I don't know what his future is. Is that the spot that opens up for boldly like a third line left wing? I don't know. It's, it's intriguing. I am, uh, I'm very intrigued to see kind of how they play that because yeah, as you said, like he could be a second Felino for this team if he really put it together. And then you have just two absolute like bash brothers on that line mm-hmm. that will just, that will just make life miserable for the opposing team. But he just, you know, has two good games and then he has 10 games where he just completely disappears. And right. just with, with the amount of money that is being just eaten up by buyouts, like they can't, af- they can't afford to have anybody that doesn't like put it all together. So mm-hmm. we'll have to see. It's interesting. Maybe it's interesting spot to be. Yeah. Maybe Mer- uh, Marat Houston-Dinoff will, uh, will come up and take that spot. Uh, we will finish today's episode of Lockdown Wild talking about him. And that comes your way after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Let's be honest, who knows? And why wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and RockAuto.com's prices are reliably low for every customer. So head to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. 
We are free and available on every platform you listen to podcasts. Seth Topol and Spoke Z finishing things up here today, talking about the secret weapon, the Captain America, whatever you want to call him, whatever superhero analogy you want to use. Uh, the Wild have a secret weapon in their prospect ranks that will win them a Stanley Cup the moment he touches the ice. That is, of course, Murat Houston-Dinoff. Uh, I know you've had a chance to watch a ton of uh, of his games and uh, just revel in what has been just an absolute machine on the ice. So for those fans that don't know, and we've, we've talked about him a few times here on Locked On, but... Um, it's it's never enough. It's never enough for this kid. What uh, what do Wild fans need to know about Murat Houston-Dinoff as he gets closer and closer to making a big impact on this team? Speed, skill, confidence, plays both sides of the puck. Right now, he's still really young playing in the KHL. Uh, he's either on their first or second power play unit, first or second PK unit. He's everywhere. Um uh, he comes back after missing, I think, like six months when he like tore something in his shoulder. I mean, it was nasty. He got this dude fell on him like, and it was it was actually bad. But Ooh. he was done for the year after that. Um, right now, he's playing left wing, but the way he plays, he's I think I've said this probably on here before, but he's a kid. The way he carries the puck up the ice in transition, he's just he's a playmaker from wherever he is. I think the Wild still look at him as a center, and if you're looking at their center depth now and their prospect pool and like in addition to Erickson Eck, it's it's pretty good. Um, so I think he's gonna his contract's up after this year in the KHL, and he's already said on numerous occasions he's coming right over. So it's nice to not have to worry about uh, a Russian kid coming over uh, when he's eligible. You know that's nice. Um, but he he is he's a, he is electric. He is really fun to watch. He tore it up for Russia at the World Juniors last year. Um, He's just, he's such a good player, and it's it's really he's gonna be if he's not already, people have already been talking about him as one of the steals of that draft in the second round. Um, so I don't remember if it was him or, or Ryan O'Rourke who was uh, they took with the pick that they traded Cunning for. Um, oh, I think it might have been O'Rourke, but either way, this, it, he's a player, and I don't think it'll take him too long to adapt to North American ice. So he's someone that people should be very excited about just the way, the way he plays it. It's electric. Um, it's another one in the system, another, another Judd bracket, just absolute masterpiece of a draft. Yeah. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the same year as Rossi, right? They went Rossi mm-hmm. and then Houston Dinoff after that. Can we just, yep. that draft for the wild is it's, uh, I'm gonna because there was other guys too. It was oh my Rossi, god, O'Rourke, and then they got Damon Hunt. Uh, let's see, hold on a second. 2020. Nope, that's not what I wanted to click on. It's right here. Okay, Rossi, who's Nadinov, O'Rourke, Damon Hunt, and Pavel Novak. So those, I mean, they might hit on five out of five. Oh we'll my see god, Hunt, Novak. But I was surprised they sent O'Rourke back to juniors the other day. Uh, he was really good in the AHL last year. And with the way that because of the COVID rules or whatever, they had the flexibility to send him back to junior or keep him in the AHL. Um, and he, I mean, he was solid on a really good Iowa team. Um, but I mean, sending him back to juniors isn't going to hurt him. 
Yeah. Can I, I think it's safe to say that Judd Brackett already has done more with his first-round picks in Rossi, uh, Carson Lambos, and Jesper Wallstead than Rick Spielman. All of the Timberwolves GMs that have been in – I, I can't even name them. And the Twins general manager contingents too. Like Judd Brackett's already probably the best at it in this state in two seasons. This year's draft he did. I, it was flaw. It was some of the kids that they got late. Um, I want to say a couple of them maybe were I'm trying to remember if a couple of them were either injured or just missed a ton of hockey due to COVID or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but a kid like Kyle Masters, that was it's unbelievable value for a fourth round pick. Uh, I like I really like this Jack Pert kid. Uh, they took him the second round, uh, and then Nate Benoit. He's from out here, so shout out Nate Benoit playing for Mount Saint Charles. Just really, I mean, like we knew when the Wild announced that they had hired Judd Brack. It was like, oh wow, like that's that's quite. That's quite the hire. <laughs> and then he immediately just went to work. I mean, like his two drafts that he's been in charge of, like it looks like he may have hit a few home runs with a few. I mean, it's still early, obviously. These kids are 18, 19 years old, but big fan of what he's done so far. And he's really like in two years, just absolutely bulked up this prospect pool. Yeah. Um, with a lot of really good, really good prospects that are exciting to watch and fans should be excited about. It's uh, it's definitely looking up for the uh, the wild here, um, especially with how some things have gone with uh, the other pro Minnesota teams here in the state. So we'll take uh, we'll take all the happiness that we can get, and they certainly look like they're going to uh, to give it to us. So I think that's a good spot to uh, to leave it here for today. So as always, spoke. Thank you for joining, and looking forward to uh, having you on more regularly throughout the NHL season when we can actually talk like. Here's some big stuff that happened this week. Here's what's coming up this weekend. Uh, For fans that didn't see, we've got a whole Twitter thread as to what we have planned for the entirety of the season. So make sure to check that out. Lots of guests joining um, all week long, every week, all month, everything, all hockey season. Going to be absolutely crazy. So make sure to follow Spokes on Twitter at SpokedZ. It's on the screen for the YouTube crowd, uh, but uh, for the listeners at SpokedZ. And since you have finished your first listen of the day with Locked On Wild, make sure to head over to Locked On NHL to continue to get a look at uh, every team throughout the NHL as we get closer to the start of hockey season. Also, make sure to follow us at Locked On Wilds wherever you listen to podcasts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's literally everywhere. Just hit Locked On Wild in Google and you'll find something. And you can also find... New episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.